Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. So you like to exercise. You like to stay fit and eat healthy. What if your spouse or partner or loved one is not kind of on the same page as you? How do you get to be on the same page? You see those couples out walking after dinner, and you see those people that are working next to each other on treadmills at the gym, and you wonder, how did they get, did they find somebody like-minded, or were they together, and then they got each other on the same kind of program? My guest today is Michelle Stanton. She's a walking coach and a certified fitness instructor who's been inspiring and motivating people to get active for more than in 20 years. Welcome to the show, Michelle. So when we see those people out walking at night and we want to be those people and get your spouse out, come on, let's go out after dinner. No way. I'm sitting here having a beer. I want to watch my TV show. How do we get on the same page with our loved ones? Hi, thanks. It's great to be here. And well, there's a couple of different strategies. First and foremost, nagging, bribing, and insulting don't work. Okay, when we keep trying to get them to pick up their socks off of the floor, put the toilet seat down, you know, all the reminders, all the nagging, do they change? Usually not. So it's not going to work with exercise. But we do know that by you continuing with your healthy habits, that can influence them. There's a lot of research out showing that friends and families and spouses can influence the exercise and eating habits of the people that are closest to them. So continue, most importantly, continue doing what you're doing. Don't let their bad habits influence you so that you start to do less. That's great advice. So you don't want their bad habits to turn around back on you. But you're right, nagging doesn't work. And and, and badgering and come on, come on, come on. So if role modeling, if they see you eating healthy, going to bed early, only having one glass of wine, exercising, doing all those things, and that's not enough to motivate them just by role modeling. What do you do to get them to do it with you? Well, there's a couple of things that um, we'll talk about. I want to add one thing on to that is that keep it up because there was just a recent study that came out that some of that influence as you get older get stronger. There was a study where they looked at couples over six years, and what they found at the beginning of the study, these were middle-aged couples, so their kids had grown. That's the other thing. Depending on the stage in your life, it can be harder or easier to influence your spouse. So at this, as you're getting older and the kids are older, you, you don't have as many of those responsibilities, they found that when they interviewed the couples at the beginning of the study, if the wife exercised, when they checked back with these couples over six years, of the husbands who were not exercising at the beginning started exercising. And if it was the husband who was exercising in the beginning, 40% of the wives started to exercise over that six-year period. So there's still hope. So, again, keep up that role modeling. But if that's not working and you want to start to influence, you don't want to wait until after the kids are older, start by talking to them. Be honest. Let them know why you're why you're concerned, why you want them to exercise. Is it because you want to spend more time together? You see it as an opportunity. It might be that you want them around. You want them to be healthy um, so that, you know, you can retire together and do all those exciting trips you talked about. Um, Maybe it's because you see that the stress from their job is having a negative influence. So be honest and open and let them know why you're concerned and focus on health. Don't focus on weight or appearances because that just may make them feel more ashamed. They may go on the defensive. So be honest with them and then ask them, you know, about 
you know, find out what's stopping them. What are some of their obstacles? They may be willing to open up or not, but at least you're getting out your reasons. Well, I think also, you know, especially if they don't have life insurance, it's really even more important. And crying (laughs) and, you know, doing all those kinds of things may or may not work. So threats might work as well to say you don't have life insurance, you better exercise or else. You know, those kinds of things. And then if they have life insurance, I guess you don't really have to worry about it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, so go on, Michelle, because these are great bits of advice is to say to keep role modeling and to see those studies does give us hope. What else? Right. Talk to them. The other thing is keep, see if you can find out um, what their idea of exercise is, what they would like to do. Keep in mind that your idea of exercise may be very different from theirs. So here's, an, you know, you might be going to the gym, you might be doing a spin class, you might be lifting weights. They may not be interested in that. So kind of broaden your Um, scope of exercise and invite them to do things like go for a walk, play tennis, find another couple and go play tennis. Um, If they used to maybe play golf, offer to go and play golf with them, ride your bikes. Make it about spending time together and having fun, not about exercising for health benefits. Um, So focus on that fun aspect and pick some things that maybe they're better than you are at or something that they can teach you how to do. Like if they used to golf, you know, get them out golfing. Just leave the cart back at the clubhouse and walk the greens. Well, that's great. And do you think that it's it's good advice to find out why? Are they not exercising because, you know, being told they should do something is like nagging from their wife? Or are they looking at you and saying, you know, oh, you think you're so great because you exercise and go to the gym? Is there a reason to delve deeper into the psyche of why they're not doing it? Absolutely. If you can get some of that information out of them, you know, you know your spouse better. <laughs> the best in terms of how willing they're going to be. But, you know, maybe don't make it a confrontation, but every once in a while ask some questions or ask about an activity um, and kind of, you know, little bits and pieces kind of chip away at trying to understand where they're at with exercise. You know, maybe there's, maybe they have an injury, maybe something's bothering them. Maybe they used to love to run, but now because of their knees, they can't, so they don't feel like walking is a good enough exercise. When you can start to find those things out, then that's where you can offer up some information, you know, and even along the way, letting them know that just a little bit can make a big difference. We have so much research out there that even going for a 10-minute walk can reduce stress, boost your mood, um, you know, multiple short bouts of exercise throughout the day have the same effect as one longer bout in terms of reducing your risk for heart disease, lowering your risk for diabetes, you know, helping you to sleep better. So sharing some of those, that information with them that, you know, every little bit counts can help. Well, I think I agree with you in that it can help in encouraging those small steps, getting started just little bits at the beginning. But how do you avoid... And this is a problem I have personally, and and I don't know about you, but anybody in our business, how do you avoid feeling like the personal trainer? You know, come on, let's walk, you know, you'll love it, or come on, let's do this, let's dance around the living room, let's do some squats, come for a walk with me, sounding like the personal trainer, because that may not be what they want. Absolutely. And, you know, again, you know your spouse the best, so you need to kind of feel that out, and in those cases then, you know, kind of back off, focus more on those fun aspects. 
Um, you know, another thing there in terms of those little bits count, if, you, if they are somebody who's interested in technology and gadgets, the activity monitors could be a great place to start if they would be willing um, to wear one. And then you don't really have to say anything, you know, give it to them um, or mention it to them and let them start to see how th- where they're starting and then how things can add up um, and let that be kind of the trainer for them so you don't have to be. That's great advice. And giving it to them in a non-condescending way, in a way that makes them feel like it is an actual gift and you love them and you want them to be around. You have about 30 seconds here, Michelle, 45 seconds or so. Wrap it up for us. Well, the other thing that I would say is share success stories with them. If you know of friends or spouses of friends, other people who have had great benefits, the things that they've gotten out of exercise, you know, again, randomly, you know, share those examples with them. Um, And that way they'll get to see, you know, how beneficial it is for other people. And that will hopefully encourage them to do it, too. Absolutely. And that's the way to really take those small steps, get your spouse involved, your loved one involved in the exercise program and routine that you love so much. And without feeling like their personal trainer, without being condescending or nagging, you can get your whole family to exercise. You can make it a competition. People love competition. So try it. Try and get everybody involved because that's the way you can all get healthy as a family. You're listening to Train Your Body right here on Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.